Hey, welcome to the Gentle Rebel podcast. Here we're all about playing with ways to navigate life's harsher edges with a spirit of compassionate creativity. I'm Andy Mort, I'm a sound artist, songwriter and slow coach, and I love poking and unpeeling the potential of gentleness in everyday life. Gentleness that stands with a firm back and a soft front, courageous and aware, patient and abundant, not forcing what needs to grow or rushing the things that require time. So in this episode, I want to talk about autumn. I've spent the past few weeks thinking about what we're going to be exploring over the next few months uh, during September, October and November this year, 2023. I, I always love this opportunity to, to reflect back and uh, think about, you know, the things we've been exploring over the past season and then to think forward, building on what we've been uh, exploring and thinking about what needs to be explored, what wants to be discovered. And so this time I really wanted to open the conversation as I did this uh, so that I could hear from as many listeners and, and readers as possible. So I, uh, I did a first time I've done a, a survey, a reader-listener survey um, for a long time. You know, I know there's uh, so much stress and change around us in the world right now. So I wanted to kind of really plug into some of the specific challenges uh, on the minds of people um, who are engaged with w- what we're doing here. Um, so I, uh, yeah, a massive thank you to all of you who filled in that survey, who responded um, so far. It's been really great to connect with your answers and consider ways that we can uh, turn the topics that you've highlighted um, into uh, things like podcast episodes and blog posts, uh, even live events and discussions as well in the uh, the Haven forums. I think one of the, the really valuable things about that community space is the hive mind, getting people's um, kind of collective responses to it and bouncing off one another um, and finding new ways to uh, think about things, think about the challenges uh, that maybe individuals are experiencing or collectively we're experiencing the things that uh, we would like to um, yeah, do more of and, and kind of intentions that we want to set, goals that we want to uh, pursue. So I'm going to use this episode to talk through what I plan to look at and how we're going to be looking at it and um, yeah, share some ways that you can uh, get involved and make sure you're part of things uh, as well as we go. So uh, I think it's worth starting with one of the questions, um, which was a very practical one about the type of containers people connect with most when it comes to the delivery of resources. So I had a few options on there um, and podcasts won the day, uh, (laughs) quite far ahead of um, blog posts in second and uh, videos in third. Uh, I'm not really surprised by that, but I, I, it's kind of given me a bit of a nudge and an encouragement to, to really make it a priority to, to return to publishing uh, episodes of the Gentle Rebel podcast more regularly. You know, I feel this, um, maybe this inclination to do shorter episodes uh, and to do that more frequently than I maybe have been. Um, you know, I personally love listening to weekly podcasts. They're, it's so much easier to incorporate them into a rhythm and in, and my routine. So I'm definitely going to bear that in mind as I plan my schedule. I, I'm not committing to anything at this stage, but it's definitely, it's there in my intentions. It's there where I am. Um, yeah. So I'm very mindful of that. You know, when I set out in when was it April 2022 to kind of churn through the archive of episodes. So 
it was what previously a 360 odd episodes of the gentle rebel podcast and i thought you know i want to really consolidate there's a lot of episodes looking at very similar things there's a, a lot of outdated stuff it's it feels quite overwhelming and i don't really have um particular episodes that i would point people towards if they're uh, looking for support with a particular um, theme or topic or whatever so I thought I'm going to consolidate all the all of the ones that are similar into um, into one episode each um, and so actually it's recently dawned on me that really I've done that now um, so we're we're at about 30 episodes at this stage and um, yeah I think all of the core uh, the core fundamental things that I want to um, really have, I guess, cornerstone content around uh, is now there. Um, so it's really time to to explore what wants to emerge next through this new season. So um, I think this is all this is all part of that, um, and I'm I'm excited. I am really excited to to see where we go. Um, I, I kind of talked before about the the fact I like to carry a theme with me as I that that I can kind of use as a filter uh, both when I'm thinking about creative projects but also uh, when I'm creating things like podcasts and writing blog posts and things like that and at the start of 2023 my theme was loosely this idea of reconnecting with humanness in a world of machines uh, you know we were on this uh, cusp of like we'd just gone over this bridge with uh, the the release of um, chat GPT in November last year and so there was a, a lot of talk about artificial intelligence and and that's obviously just escalated to a great degree um, through this year and um, yeah it felt a very like a very pressing thing and this this idea of yeah what does it mean to reconnect or to connect with our humanness within all of that where does our humanness sit what does it mean to be human within that and this is still very much with me you know this this topic that is just really infusing a lot of my thinking and a lot of um, what I'm writing about as well. Um, the pressure to be productive machine-like beings, I don't think that's shifting. Um, and I'm not sure it's going to, even with that, that promise of like, oh, AI can take over these things that it's, um, you know, the, the, the dream world is promising of, uh, you know, the stuff that used to just take you so much time you're not going to have to do that anymore we we find ways of replacing uh, mechanized ways of uh, applying ourselves turning ourselves into uh, robots for another thing there's always ways to i think within our fascination around productivity we manage to do that um, and i sense this in this this kind of pressure this urgency this panic uh, this this real strain in so many of my exchanges with people at the moment the world feels tired, overexposed, fighting to reach some undefinable destination. The urgent energy compels us to do more in less time and find tools to help with that. But I think our deep human need is to support ourselves and one another in doing what's important with more space and time to go deep and slow with those things. As I said before, my gauge for the usefulness of a productivity hack or tool or resource it's not whether it helps me to do more because I can become quicker at what I'm doing, but whether it helps me to do what I'm doing more slowly because it allows me to stop doing something superfluous to requirements now. 
We get stuck in these productivity spirals where we see it as a command to add more rather than take things away. I'm not sure how to overcome that other than just starting by becoming aware of it and intentionally putting the brakes on in different ways. We're in a chronic state of stress, reactive mode where everything feels like a fight. And we've talked in the Haven about existing in a state of functional numbness where the nervous system is so frazzled by the pace of life, by the pressures, the expectations around us. Eventually it just kind of checks out and we find ourselves going through the motions, looking present, looking like we're here, but actually kind of uninvested in what's going on around us, not really feeling it, disconnected. And we had a a beautiful conversation um, in the Haven as well during our month of inspiration. We were talking about uh, the experience of awe in everyday life and how it's a vital defense in a world of dread stacking and the cycle of unresolvable news stories that pile up uh, really in in the core of our beings, in our physical bodies. And this idea of searching for glimmers, connecting with the tiny joys, the mind-blowing little things all around us in everyday life, really took us. And we've started a collection of glimmers where we share in the haven things that uh, we've caught the sleeve of our attention on. Some are, you know, the the big stuff, some like looking out over the Grand Canyon, seeing the world from uh, an aeroplane or uh, an experience of the, the awesome enormity of the ocean. But there are other things that are small, accessible every day. The sound of a loon taking off on the lake. Picking up and examining a leaf after it falls from a tree. Looking into the reflection in a puddle. The fact that I'm able to speak these words into your ears wherever you are in the world. I mean, that's a big one, isn't it? But it's also small. It's something that we maybe take for granted, something that's become integrated and normalized. So this concept of glimmers comes from Deb Dana, who is a a clinician and consultant who specializes in uh, using the lens of polyvagal theory to understand and resolve the impact of trauma and to create ways of working that honor the role of the autonomic nervous system. And Deb's work speaks to so much of what I've been exploring in my work over the past few years as a slow coach, uh, it speaks to what I created in the Return to Serenity Island course and in building the infrastructure of the Haven uh, as it is uh, as it has become over the past uh, several years. It was bizarre to read her book Anchored after the Haven session and to see so much of this intuitive journey that I've been on articulated with uh, with real clarity and simplicity. It's like, oh, this is, she's put into words what I've been kind of exploring and, and grappling with. And so I knew as soon as I started reading that book that it was really a contender, if not the obvious immediate choice uh, for our book club, for our slow read uh, during the autumn of 2023. You know, not only is it a fascinating book full of transformative insights and information, it's deeply practical. You know, this is a topic that requires space. Our nervous systems are frazzled, worn down, working on overdrive. How do we come back to a state of safe connection? How do we move from dorsal shutdown through sympathetic mobilization and back to ventral safety? 
it takes anchors. Creative exploration of our inner landscapes and the pathways we travel when faced with a fast-paced, highly demanding world. It's not enough to read a book like this and expect to become calm because we've absorbed the information. We need to experience a book like this. So that's what we'll be doing. With lots of sound anchors, space to explore the contours of those pathways and patterns that we've come to use as home away from home. In other words, our go-to reactions that we might end up using as states of familiar stress, predictable disconnection, and things that we use to sabotage or shut down from things that matter most to us. I mean, it's one of those books I guess I wish I had access to when I was younger. It's also a book I would recommend to any highly sensitive person looking to understand and work with the core rhythms and internal processes associated with sensory processing sensitivity. You know, at its core, high sensitivity is about how the nervous system processes and responds to sources of risk and safety in the world around it. By familiarizing ourselves with the patterns and the cues that show up for us, we can befriend those pathways and learn to navigate them. And it's about working with ourselves to sustainably support our most important projects, values, relationships and goals in life. How can we return to safety in regulation and a state of connection? How can we partner with our sympathetic and parasympathetic states to work in service of those important projects and goals? For many highly sensitive people, the autonomic nervous system is really part of what makes life challenging. It can get frazzled by the overload of information through the widened sensory aperture and deep processing of everything that pours through it. Not to mention, it does this on a backdrop of the ceaseless 24-7 news cycle and flow of dread that builds up within us without meaningful or satisfactory resolution. In Anchored, Deb Dana helps us recognize and name the sounds, the signs, the feelings associated with different states of arousal. She provides a range of practical exercises to help us map our way through the states with a pathway home to connection and safety. And this is something I love because it's rooted in reality. It's a way to understand not how to stay in that state of constant regulated, regulated bliss, but to learn how to manoeuvre between the states and develop the confidence in our ability to return to connection after a state of over-arousal, whether we've chosen to sort of push ourselves into it or it's something unexpected that's uh, crossed our path. She writes, When the inner workings of our biology are a mystery, we feel as if we're at the mercy of unknown, unexplainable and unpredictable experiences. Once we know how our nervous system works... We can work with it. As we learn the art of befriending our nervous system, we learn to become active operators of this essential system. So alongside other areas of life, I think this book would have been great as a companion when I began performing live music. You know, I've spent some time looking back through this lens um, and there are so many aspects that really made it harder uh, than it needed to be. You know, I can see some of the pressures, the expectations, the demands that I put on myself um, that made it harder to stay regulated, stay connected and, you know, build that sustainable 
uh, rhythm, that sustainable um, ability to, to, to keep showing up over time. Deb just writes with beautiful clarity to, to help us reflect on this stuff, to help us consider the impact of particular conditions and cues and contexts uh, on the nervous system and then on our ability to, to kind of move with that sense of sustainability, with that sense of connection, allowing us to work with those protective and connecting patterns so that we can move towards rather than running away from or panic in the face of what matters most to us. So I'm really confident that this book is going to uh, yeah, make a huge difference in the lives of those who are sort of reading it with us. If you haven't read it before, um, and as we explore it together in the Haven, I think that experience of doing that together alongside like-spirited travellers is going to really support and reinforce this this sense of inner homecoming too. Um, you know, Deb Dana talks about the importance of co-regulation. Um, you know, obviously the co-regulation as a as a child becomes uh, self-regulation and then it's uh, uh, it enables a, a re a, a kind of a, a renewal of co-regulation something that our haven happenings always seem to make possible um, you know it's not that we become independent once we learn to self-regulate we just learn to co-regulate in a different way and it's in co-regulation that we find um, a, a deeper sense of, of safety and belonging so we're going to take our time reading the book, opening up prompts for, for exploration. Um, so if this sounds like something that you would really um, yeah, cherish and benefit from right now, I'd love to invite you to come and join us. Uh, uh, the book club sessions themselves are once a month. Um, they last for around 90 minutes. And then we have a forum as well to, to share reflections and questions and uh, insights between those sessions along the way. We go slow. We're expectant without pressure or demand and beautiful things will happen. I'm sure of it if the if the past is anything to go by. And then we have sound anchors. So after a test earlier in the summer, I've scheduled a number of these sound anchors in the Haven Harbour, um, which are 30 minute sessions uh, where I share a, an ambient soundscape that I've created. So it's music that I, I've made with some uh, narrative like talking uh, audio re related to a particular concept or idea uh, that then is is laid over the top. And I guess these come under my vision for providing space to rest um, in and around the haven, in and around what I do, uh, for people to come home to themselves with the opportunity to slow down, to pause uh, for a moment. This is why these are live sessions as well. There is no... Um, interaction between participants during it and the sessions aren't recorded so it's it's a unique moment to engage with that is anchored in that specific time the sessions are free so you can register for them uh, through zoom um, you can yeah find out the dates and the and the topics that we're uh, diving into there at the hyphenhaven.co slash harbor um, it's harbor the uh, British spelling of it, so there's a U in it. Uh, probably should have thought about. It. Maybe I'll um, I'll add a another the alternative US spelling as well. But yeah, the dash haven dot co uh, forward slash harbour H A R B O U R. And if I remember, I will make it uh, both spellings go to the same place. Um, but yeah, so these this is just a chance to rest. You can nap. You can meditate. You can just come and be. There are no expectations on you. 
nothing you have to do to prepare um it's just yeah the gift of of time really and something that you can schedule so it's something that happens at a particular time so you can't uh, you can't put it off <laughs> basically and i think there's something uh, quite freeing about that even with that limit with the limit that comes um yeah the sense of of freedom so just before we finish i want to run through the themes that we're going to be exploring this season and let you know about some of the other events happening in and around uh, the haven as well um each month we have a a theme cotter um so the cotter started uh, in the middle of 2022 um it's basically based on this concept of a, a Finnish reindeer, reindeer herders um, hut in the wilderness where um, there's a, a refuge essentially. It's a round round building with a fire in the middle uh, where reindeer herders can, can go and um, take refuge. And I really, uh, having visited one, I was like, yeah, this is such a, a great metaphor for what we do in our community because there's there's no front, there's no stage, there's no point to which everybody is facing. It's it's this round, everybody uh, kind of facing one another and also no one. And there's something beautiful about that. And there's a, a sense of like, we're all, we all come as equals. Whoever shows up, shows up. Um, and whatever happens there, happens. Um, you know, whoever's around in that wilderness who needs that refuge, just, yeah, oh, there's, you can see the smoke coming out the chimney. There's a, a call home. And so, yeah, each month when we have these themes, we have the theme cotter where we really open up our exploration of of the theme, this change in September, belonging in October and serenity in November. Um, and it's really a, a simple conversation. We're going to have a sort of brainstorm around um, uh, several questions um, that are going to then give us a way to see what's alive in people at that moment, some of the challenges and goals that we might want to dive more deeply into through our uh, discussions and sessions throughout the month. Um, then we finish the month with a with an open cotter, which, uh, as the name might suggest, is, is kind of open to move in any direction that we um, decide we want to, to move in. And so uh, we can suggest topics, share questions ahead of the session, um, and then go into them uh, in that conversation. Things that, you know, people want to explore or hear people's thoughts around. Maybe there's a specific challenge that an individual is going through and it's like, yeah, I'd love to, you know, get some of that hive mind going around this. Um, and there's a chance to return to anything that we've missed or, you know, as is often needed for those who pr of us who process deeply, a chance to say something that we thought of like 10 days after the original question was asked. It's like, oh, I know the, I know what I want to say now. Oh, everyone's gone. Everyone went 10 days ago. So there's the opportunity to do that as well, to revisit some of the stuff um, that we've um, looked at previously. Um, also throughout the season, uh, there's our weekly live cafe sessions where uh, it kind of opens up 90 minutes where you can just come and work quietly. We all kind of get on with our own things alone together, um, just sort of briefly connect in and, and say hello um, and and just feel that, that sense of connection with people all around the world. So um, yeah, that's on a Monday. Sound anchors are, are every couple of weeks. Going to try that rhythm this season um, see how that works uh, they are on different days generally sort of Tuesday Wednesday or Thursday at different times um, 
as an attempt to, to cater to different time zones. Um, so we'll see again how that works. And then we also have uh, three um, courtyard sessions. Uh, we've got one of those for each theme uh, through the season uh, where basically they're um, kind of free, more public events where a guest from the outside of, outside of the Haven comes in to uh, really discuss an area of their expertise and, and explore something that's been identified, you know, through the survey or um, as we've been going along, it's like this, this is really important. This would be worth exploring for people. So let's, let's get someone who knows what they're talking about uh, in relation to this in to, to really open up that conversation, get, get some good solid, um, yeah, get, get some good solid information going, flowing. Um, and to have a conversation so it's there again they're conversation based so I will have a conversation for for a while with with that person and then we um so and then we look at questions that have been submitted when people register uh so we're very much sort of mindful of catering to anybody that's that's going to be there kind of addressing those questions um and then we we open up if if people want to get involved in the in the discussion itself um, for the second half of it so as I say they're open for anyone to join um, you can find out uh, what's going on if you go to the hyphen haven.co slash courtyard um, and you'll find the the zoom links to, to register for those events and you can find out more information about what's coming up so uh, yeah, the, w- September we have a session with my friend uh, Charlie Jones. Uh, I'm going to be looking at uh, kind of coping with and responding to and addressing the kinds of changes that come from outside of us, things that come from forces beyond our control. So he's worked in the National Health Service here in the UK, the NHS, for uh, I think around 20 years as a clinical psychologist. And I'm really excited to speak with him about the impact of um, unanticipated change that's often present in uh, obviously in the healthcare world you know that's what they're dealing with all the time Um, and also in organizational hierarchies where you're maybe at the whims of uh, forces beyond you making decisions and then you're having to sort of implement things and having to cope with structural changes and um, you know the that kind of constant low level sense that something there could be a shift in policy and everything's going to have to change the the trajectory we're on is going to be shifted and you know how you deal with that um that kind of low level um stress of of looming change um, and then how this relates to other areas of life as well you know we're really dealing with a world that's so unpredictable at the moment you know how do we stay focused and sane and motivated um, when treading on the eggshells that make up the fabric of certain parts of our reality Uh, so yeah you can um, that's open to register for now so if there's anything specific that you would love to um, to hear us talk about or to ask charlie um, you can share a question when you register for that Um, and in october i'm going to be joined by uh, another friend emily agnew from sustainably sensitive to talk about um, belonging to ourselves through um, focusing and inner bonding. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a really insightful session. I can't wait to uh, to to bring Emily in for that. You know, how do we how do we kind of integrate, bring those different parts of our nervous system and the voices that we have inside of us to work together in service of 
uh, our values, of our goals, of the things that are important to us. Um, and then in November, I'm hoping, it's not confirmed yet, but I'm hoping to be joined by uh, my friend Neil Hughes to talk about social anxiety and the inner critic and using humour and creativity and play uh, to, to build a positive relationship with it. He's the author, uh, written a long time ago now, <laughs> but the author of just a fantastic book called Walking on Custard. Um, and it really, the form of the book itself demonstrates and embodies this kind of playful relationship with the inner critic, uh, with that voice of anxiety. You know, there's this constant um, narrator, this this voice through the book that that is that voice. Um, and it's just a great example of humor in, you know, I'm a, a huge advocate of humor in diffusing the seriousness and the weightiness uh, with which we engage with and hold certain aspects of life. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I really hope that session comes together. I think that'll be really fun um, and really insightful. So, yeah, as I say, keep an eye on the hyphen haven dot co slash courtyard uh, for updates on those events. I, all of the um, all of the links that I'm mentioning here will be in the show notes as well. So, yeah, if you're, if you're feeling overwhelmed by that, uh, just go to the show notes and you'll find um, the, the relevant links. Or if you just join the Haven, join us there, uh, you'll have access to the full calendar um, all the time and, and updates about what's going on. So, um, yeah, so change. September is our month of change. Um, the theme cotter is on the theme of befriending change with confidence and clarity and less overwhelm. Uh, so the, the blurb that I've written around that is that change can be exhausting for highly sensitive people. It's like the internal noise gets turned up a notch or two, making any shift feel like an even bigger deal. When that little inner voice tells us that it's time for a change, it might be like a compass pointing in all kinds of directions. Suddenly we're faced with a bunch of options and it can get pretty overwhelming as we gather all the information in the quest to find the perfect path among many potential good enough ways forward. And so in our theme cotter, we will dwell in the curiosity, wisdom and experience of the Haven Hive to support, inspire and encourage one another. We'll explore a range of sustainable ways to approach change with confidence, clarity and focus. So whether you want to get actively involved in the conversation or just quietly observe and absorb, you're welcome to join us. So I think, um, yeah, the kinds of questions that we will be uh, diving into during that session, I think things like what indicates to you that it's time for a change? How does change move from possibility into reality? And where does motivation come from? And so these questions will, will kind of be at the heart of our brainstorming uh, kind of, yeah, that, that kind of exploration and who knows where that will lead us I think all sorts of interesting ideas will emerge there um, and you know I'm pretty I'm pretty sure uh, that there will be some insights and aha moments as we um, yeah move beyond our default our default ways of thinking um, and listen to some of the other people some other members default ways of thinking and I think there's something beautiful about that it's like ah oh, our defaults are different um, and that can be quite a good interesting mixing pot um, that leads us to new creative insights um, so yes yeah, September 
uh, we've got yeah starting the book club, the anchored uh, uh, exploration of of anchored, how to befriend your nervous system using polyvagal theory. Um, we've got a couple of sound anchors, so mapping our way home and saying yes and no, uh, and then the open cotter as well on the twenty fourth of September. Uh, then belonging in October. So the theme cutter for October is remove the mask and let the candle burn bright. Uh, this was one of the themes that came up um, in the uh, responses to the survey. It was, was around this idea of kind of being yourself, um, finding ways to kind of the, the ex- exhaustion that comes from feeling like you've got to wear a mask in social settings all the time, feeling like you can't quite be yourself. And so the blurb here is, as social beings, humans are wired for belonging. But in a judgmental and critical world, it doesn't always feel safe to be yourself, especially when you don't seem to see or experience the world in quite the same way as other people. Highly sensitive and introverted people can feel like there's something wrong with our natural traits and personal preferences, especially if we've grown up hearing that story from other people. Some find ways to fit in and adapt to the social expectations putting on a mask to play the part, while often feeling more lonely around others than they do alone. Others might withdraw from social settings entirely, believing that they will never be accepted for who they are. In this session, your mask can come off, if you want, when you're ready. Come and join us in this gentle and accepting space where you are accepted, you are acceptable, however and whoever you are. So, yeah, we'll kind of, I think, dive into questions such as how do you know when it's safe to be yourself? What characteristics do you connect with in others? You know, what tells you that somebody else is safe to be around, safe to to be yourself around? And what could you happily talk about all day? Uh, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that session. I love one of my favorite things about the Haven is is the fact that there is that sense of safety that people talk about and people experience and um yeah just kind of being that there is that acceptance and that sense that you can be yourself and that might be yeah today i don't want to say anything and that is just as fine as yeah today i want to be a bit silly uh today i want to say some ridiculous things um that's all fine so, uh, yeah, a couple of sound anchors in October as well. At the moment, I Contain Multitudes is one and Connected in Solitude is another one. Um, and then Serenity in November. Uh, yeah, so revisit it. This is a concept that I, I just love visiting as well. Um, the world is noisy for highly sensitive people. Our need for deep processing downtime can be pushed aside by the ceaseless flow of information that never lets up. Whether it's social media, news, social relationships, or work pressure, there are often voices, both internal and external, constantly telling us to do more. Do you find yourself waiting for the noise to quieten or the disruption to pass so that you can finally start living? Do you long for a time when you can be more present, more mindful and alive to the joy of this moment? Serenity allows us to let go, let come, and let flow to occur through and around us. It's not a destination we get to once the noise has passed. It's a place of grounding 
and acceptance within life's inherent lopsidedness. In this theme, Cotter, we'll find ways to let go of the noise and connect with what's alive in us. So for that one, we'll think about questions like, you know, what happens when you are mindful and present? How does that feel? How do you know? What, what tells you that you are in that state of being? What around you have you not noticed before? And what does forgiveness make possible? This was another word that came up quite a lot in the responses to the survey, which surprised me, actually. So it's like the the concept of self-forgiveness and forgiveness of others and letting go of things that are really, um, yeah, that that we're holding on to, that have become really heavy uh, burdens in our hands um, and, yeah, kind of identifying the role of forgiveness in relation to that. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll have a think about uh, what that means and, and what that makes possible and sort of explore that a little bit. Um, and yeah, always fascinated to hear different perspectives on, on concepts like that. So, yes, that's November. Um, I hope that gives you a bit of a, a sense of what's going to be happening this season. Um, I know it's a, a very quick whistle stop tour of uh, some of the events and some of the themes um, but yeah that's I've just compacted four months into um, about half an hour so we will go slower <laughs> and it will be beautiful and I can't wait to explore these themes and to uh, join people for the live happenings if you would like to check out the haven but you're not sure about committing um, then you can try it for free for a week um, kind of gives you time to look around uh, have a look at a, a live event or two um, and and really explore some of the discussions and just get a sense of like, is this, yeah, how does this feel to me? Is this somewhere that that, that does feel at home um, or could feel at home for me? Um, so go to, again, the hyphen haven.co slash try, T-R-Y. Um, and yeah, you can set up to try it for a, for a week. Uh, as I say, there'll be a link in the show notes as well. I really just want you to feel free to explore and to test it out uh, before any commitment. You know, again, that sense of safety is so important. Um, And then if you don't resonate when you join, you can cancel within that seven days. Like, yeah, no problem, no questions asked. Um, And then beyond that, it's only $15 a month, which again, you're always free to cancel. You're not tied into anything. Um, There are no contracts. There are no hidden fees uh, for anything on top of that either. So, I've, I mean, it's something I've that's really important to me, keeping it at about $15 a month, keeping it as low a cost as I can really get away with um, to, to kind of keep it running, despite the amazing, like the crazy amount of value you get for that. Yeah, I just want people who connect to what we're doing there to be able to join us. That's it. You know, I'd love for it to grow and for there to be more voices in there sharing their stories, their experiences, and contributing their wisdom to our discussions. I believe it's all about that. You know, we learn and grow together, and that's what makes it beautiful. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I've started to reflect the things that we chat about in our Cotter discussions in episodes of the Gentle Rebel podcast. And so often it's the case of sharing topics and conversations that 
have really surprised me that I'm excited to pass on to podcast listeners. There's things that happen in our Haven sessions where I'm like, oh, yes, there, there's the insight. That's so interesting. Um, and then I love then reflecting on that, diving into it and uh, putting it into episodes of this. So I would love you to be part of that core Haven hive mind. You might not feel like you have anything to contribute a value. And, and if that is something that you're thinking, let me tell you that you really do and you will. And when you're ready, when you're comfortable, there will be space and opportunities to share the weird and wonderful nuggets I know are lurking in the nooks and crannies of your mind. <laughs> they're, in, they're in all of us, let me tell you. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to come and have a look around. Uh, let me know if there's anything I can do to help with anything, help make that um, you know, sort of you joining or you checking things out easier. Um, and I hope to see you sometime during our uh, our autumn season. That would be amazing. Uh, okay, I'll be back again soon with another episode of the Gentle Rebel podcast. Until then, remember that you are an artist. The world needs your art. Now go and make somebody's day. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Felt compelled to say that again. It's been a while. Felt felt nice. That felt nice. Uh, anyway, take care. I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.